Turn up. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devante. What's going on? Happy birthday to my damn self. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday to myself. My birthday was Thursday, but um, this uh. The celebration for Mamba holiday and the Mamba years all year, but um, really celebrating this weekend. Um, just blessed to uh, see a uh, another year, chapter twenty four. Man, I'm um, I'm excited to start this new chapter uh, because um, you know, chapter like I said, chapter twenty three did. Um, it was a lot of lessons, you know. Um, I think twenty six. I think the mean twenty sixteen um, loss. Uh, 2017 lessons and 2018 blessings, I think is really kind of prevalent. Um, I, I don't know to anybody else, but just to me for real, excuse me if I sound pretty like groggy PSA. Um, I'm on recovery right now because I just had like two straight days. Let me just give you all just an insight of what just, what was happening. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram, uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Vontae's world, uh, underscore, um, V O N T A S underscore world on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you, if you follow me on Snapchat, follow me on Snapchat as well. But, um, we, Thursday, I actually went to Hibachi and, um, went with a couple of friends and it was dope with my, uh, my crew and it was dope as hell. Um, had Saki for the first time. Um, Saki was amazing. Had it, uh, I didn't know really sake was rice and wine. I didn't know they were the same thing um, until the man told me, and um, it was amazing. Like it just, it just, it was just a, it, everything is just coming together as it as I, I figured it should be. Like I'm not worried about a lot. You know, everything is not stressing me out. You know, um, I just wanted to bring in 24 the way I wanted to, um, just have fun, positive vibes only. So like I said, I went to Abachi. It was dope as hell. Um, got hella drunk, you know, and, um, hella blow, you know, and, uh, it was, it was amazing, came back, got passed out, um, went to breakfast with my, one of my, um, AK Cybros and mentor, uh, Bryce, and, um, we went to breakfast in the morning after that so we could recover, well, so I could recover, I actually went to Mully's, um, after, Hibachi for a little bit, got a little more drunk, you know, they gave me free drinks and everything, shout out to y'all, and um, Friday, you know, yesterday, we just came back from downtown, came back from the Bob, and uh, we decided to Uber, and I was like, y'all, I want to get, you know, I want I want to get kind of litty, you know what I'm saying, so I was like, let's let's catch a lift or let's catch an Uber, because I'm, you know, we're trying to drink, so we got, got some Crown, and um, got some Crown, got you know, got got some blow, and we just had a had a good night before we went over, and then it, it was fun, man. It, it was it was fun. I you know I don't like going downtown through, especially downtown GR because it really doesn't have a lot for me. But just this particular day, you know, it was a presence ball. So shout out to that. Everybody was in Eve. You know, everybody was in the Bob just have a great, and I mean a great-ass time. Do you hear me? I mean great-ass time. So I want to shout out to everybody that came out um, on Friday. We had a ball, ball, a ball, but still not over. Um, tonight I'm having a little shindig at my place. Um, it's invite only. So I'm having my, you know, my, my soldiers in arms uh, having the invite list for me. So if you are not invited, I'm so sorry. Um, but 
that is what's going on for my birthday. So like I said, thank you to all the birthday wishes and everything and all the love. I appreciate y'all. However, we have some business to tend to. Do you hear me? Um, we have some things to talk about, people. Um, so in the first half, we're going to talk about um, the Devontae's World Recap and how people responded to the last episode. Um, I got, got really, really positive responses from that. And um, we're going to talk about the Grammy Awards, man. We're going to talk about the Grammy Awards, um, which, what I felt was who I felt were snubbed, who I felt um, deserved what, you know, because um, I watched some highlights. I watched the endings. You know, the performances were dope. Um and I want to make a, I want to try to make a comparison real quick with that as well. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about Kim K and the news. Kim K and the news. All right, we're gonna talk about that too. And then we're gonna talk about culture too. I'm going to just drop, and I love it. Um, I've read some reviews, and I want to just give you my opinion on it. And then Blake Brip and Blake Griffin is in Detroit now. Oh, pull out the buffs. Okay, pull out the goddamn bus. Shout out to Blake Griffin and Trent. I'm going to give you my opinion on that. How some people are not liking it, but I, I'm going to give you why I think it's a, a, a great move for uh, Detroit. And then my MVP, uh, MVP of the week is uh, Miss Tiaja Martin. She's the CEO and founder of Compl uh, Compl uh, I Complete Chores Ministries. I think I said that, butchered that wrong. I'm so sorry, y'all. Complete Chores Ministries. Um, she's one of my, I call her a silent mentor. I've always did, I always call her a silent mentor. Um, just because she's just been rocking with her business, um, a woman of God, and walking unapologetically in her faith. Um, just, um, just does something to me. You know, when I see other, um, just business women, uh, women and men walking in their faith and walking in their, um, their purpose unapologetically and it's amazing you know god god gravitates you to people it's weird um and then in the second half y'all i want y'all to ponder this question right so can x bay be your friend after it's all said and done right so i want y'all to really ponder that because we're going to get into that in the second half i want to really dive into that question i think i think we may have talked about this on a previous episode i believe we believe we have but i want to kind of dive into it because like i said you know like i said last a uh, couple episodes ago it is coming season so i want to know if x bay can be friend or or be or is it because it's getting cold that x bay is just you know here to just you know get a little grrr, a little cut you know what i'm saying so let's <laughs> let's get into the um First half of the show, let's get into Blake Griffin coming to Detroit, man. Um, so I think Blake Griffin uh, coming to Detroit, well, let's let's just break it down. Um, Blake Griffin just got acquired from the Pistons, um, uh, from the Clippers to the Pistons. And um, a lot of people are like, it's not a lot. Of, um, it shows you that there's not a lot of loyalty in the NBA. Because if you know, Blake Griffin had a five-year, $171 million contract or $176 million contract, one of those. And whatever, he was getting $170 million, you know, in five years. And, you know, we, we're this is where a franchise where they told him, you know, basically, you know, we're, we're going to, you, you're our franchise man, you know, you're, we're going to put you on the market because Chris Paul obviously is not with Houston and he's balling with James Harden right now. Did y'all see, by the way, did y'all see James Harden drop 60, 11, and 10? Y'all better sit that man down somewhere. Like uh famous, like famous, uh, famous list 32 said, 
Um, it's something in that damn beard, okay? Something you pulling some shit out your beard. Because if he didn't pass the ball, y'all, if James Harden didn't pass the ball, he would have got 100 points. It's flat out. You know what I'm saying? But, Dr. Blake Griffin. Um, so I think the move was great on everybody's part, honestly. Um, even though even though I know Blake Griffin is injury prone, he's been very injury prone. Um, he's a star. He's an all-star. I think with an all-star caliber player like Andrew, uh, Andre Drum, I'm sorry, um, who's still not, I think, not even fully developed because this man is, 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 is a beast. He's ridiculous. Like, I think he's leading the league in rebounds right now. Like, you're with, like, 15, 16 a game. Like, what? Like, what are you doing? And I know it's not the age of the big man anymore, but honestly, we have two of the, ah, oh man, we had two of the best backcourts if, you know, Shout out to the Marcus Cousins, Boogie Cousins going down. But honestly, we have we have because I feel like the Pelicans are going to sign keep Boogie Cousins. We have two of the best backcourts, um, or I mean uh, front courts in um in the NBA with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, and then Boogie Cousins and uh the Brow. Like it, it's just like that, you know. So I think if the Pistons can keep Blake healthy, and I, I really believe Andre and Blake will um. Uh, will coexist like it, it will happen it will definitely happen like he coexisted with uh, uh, a damn near seven foot monster and a DJ you know what I'm saying like and DJ was always a man who loved the post you know what I'm saying he loves to get fed in the post so it's like if you can play with that man you you can play with Andre he's a lot smaller a lot faster and damn near the same height you know what I'm saying and he's a lot younger so um I think this move is great. I just think now Detroit needs really a great, um, I think, you know what? And I know this is a stretch, and I'm going to just throw this out here. We need Kimba Walker on some real shit. That's what we need. Because I know he about to go on the market because New Orleans, uh, um, not New Orleans, but Charlotte not trying to get him that contract. He not trying to, they not trying to get him that money. And honestly, I think, I, I really believe, that Kimball Walker, Andre Drummond, and Blake Griffin could be something special. Um, that that'd be some shit. You know what I'm saying? Put some more pieces in there. We have a we have a big piece in Blake Griffin. Now that we done gave up Tobias Harris and a few more pieces and assets, let's get another one in here. We need something now. Like Detroit is a Detroit is an up and coming team. We're very solid. We're just inconsistent, you know what I'm saying? So we need to stay the consistency. And I think with Blake Griffin and like I said, Andre Drummond. That's the start. That's the that's the start of the foundational piece because Andre Drummond was like the the start of the Detroit rebuild. You know what I'm saying? And after about two three years, you know we just we seen that Detroit has something. You know, but it's not really um, going at the pace that you know I think we or Detroit feels like uh, the Pistons feel like it's it's moving. So acquire Blake Griffin, an All Star. And you have to think about everything that comes with Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin is not only an all-star. He is a marketing fanatic phenomenon. Like, he marketed the fuck out of the Clippers um, when he was there. That is why he was their franchise piece for so long. That's why they gave him that money. Because he made them that money. You know, he was on every... Come on now, Blake Griffin is on every commercial that you turn on. You feel me? He was on every... Kia, like, everything. When he jumped over that car, he got... Paid with endorsements. That is what it is. They know. They know. And Detroit is a great marketing uh, city. So they about to, they, 
they they about to get it together. It's it's about to be a revamping situation, and I'm really excited. So, um, Pistons, if you're hearing this, man, um, I know you just got Blake Griffin. I know that was a great price tag, you know. Um, but see if you can get uh, Kemba up in there, man. See if you can get Kemba up in there. If you get Kemba up in there, you, you, you might have something. You might have something. Hey, I'm just saying. Just saying. You might have something. But um, I really think that's a good acquisition. Um, and then with the Clippers, by the way, before I, before we uh, leave the topic, with the Clippers, I think that was uh, great on their part, too, because they're now in the rebuilding process as well. You just got rid of Blake Griffin. All right. DeAndre Jordan might be on the market. Um, he might go to Cleveland. But, uh, you know, like, that was that was a great move because now you can – you can float around these players and get who you need. Who the Clippers really want is LeBron. Everybody want LeBron at this point. You feel what I'm saying? And just leaving it at this, LeBron should go to the Spurs. All right? That's it. Um, so let's talk about uh, the Devontae's World Recap. Um, just briefly, you got a good um, amount of... Uh, um, got a good amount of um, positive feedback from the Devontae's World um recap and it was really great like one of my um my mentor came in and he was like bro you speaking you was uh you was giving them your soul on the podcast as we i was like yeah man you know sometimes you you really have to bear it because it's not a lot of men who will say that they wanted to keep their child and the woman did it you know what i'm saying it, it it doesn't really go that way, you know. So I got a lot of positive feedback, and you know, to those that um, answered, I really appreciate you guys. But yeah, man, like you gotta live in your truth, and that's what we talked about, you know, for a brief thing. You have to live in your truth. Everything that you do, you have to live in that. Um, even if it's positive, negative trials, tribulations, um, all the ups and downs that you go through, you have to live in that truth. So I, it, it's just living in my truth. It, it can't be hit, you know. Um, I decided that with this career, I'm not hiding anything, you know, that I've already experienced in my life so far. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that somebody else is about to experience this. Now, I'm not, it's not a really telling them don't do it because it's only this like, okay, this is what I've done. This is how, this is how I got here. You're probably going to go through the same thing. So here are some tools and some steps to um, just prepare yourself. You know, you can always be prepared but you can never be too prepared for what's about to happen so i appreciate everybody for listening last week they're great numbers um let's talk about kim k and the damn news so if you have not seen instagram because i know most of y'all have (laughs) um kim k is um posting some very very provocative pictures um you know we've seen some titty action you know, we seen some cool action. You know, we we done seen a lot of action, and um, I think um, I think I want to play a video that um, Auntie Tammy, Miss Tammy Roman, off the official Bonnet Chronicles. Um, I wanted I wanted to play this video because Auntie Tammy really really summed up how I felt. You know, I I, I couldn't really really I I didn't know how to sum up what I wanted to say about this. You know, but I think in one minute. Auntie Tammy really said what I felt, so I want to play this for y'all, and I and I and I and, I, and I'm gonna comment after, you know. But I want to play this for y'all, so just 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 bear with me really fast. Um, get the video ready. Uh, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna lie. 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 I'm not g
hurts my heart to say this because I love this man. I think he's so talented. I think he's a genius. But uh, your black card gets revoked today, Kanye, because it ain't a black man alive that will let his wife pose for the gram like that unless he pimping. Okay, get into it. But listen, this ain't about the Kardashians because I like the Kardashians. You know, Chloe's my favorite Kardashian. Yes, Chloe. But um, Kim, I just want to say, honor the stage of life that you're in right now. You're a wife, you're a mother of three beautiful kids, and you're a businesswoman. We cannot negate the fact that you have built an empire. And maybe you're just doing what you know how to do. The only thing you know how to do, how you got it in the business, I don't know. But you passed that now, okay? And we're not negating the fact that you have been consistent in building your brand and your family's empire. So own that, sis, okay? Because uh, you don't need the money. So if you paid for the post, you didn't need that. And you're fine. We already know that. So we didn't need to see the goodie snacks. And I just think that, you know, just step on in to this stage here. You know, and when you try to do things like this, before you, when you get the camera and you go to the mirror, think about what would Beyonce do. And it ain't that. So, I would say in that one minute, Auntie Tammy <laughs> summed up everything that I felt. Everything. Um, because honestly, on some real shit, ain't, ain't a black man alive, Kanye. Okay? Now, really, Kanye, I really, I, I've been digging your music since you were just a producer. When your music, when you were just producing for people, right? For Jay Z and John Legend and everybody, like I'm, I'm, I'm one of, I'm a great Kanye fan, brother. There is no way in hell that your woman can post the news on this, on the Snappy, on the Insta Snap, on the Insta, on the Twitter, and you sit here and be okay with that. Now, like, like, like. Auntie Tammy said, like, honestly, when you think about it, maybe that's all she knows how to do, right? That Maybe that's all she knows how to do, you know what I'm saying? But like she also said, step on in into this stage of your life. You're, you're beautiful. You, we, we know you sexy as hell. We know we, you, you ain't. Listen, you, you, what are you, 30-something? Early 30s? You still bad. Ain't nobody taking that away from you, sis. Ain't nobody taking that away from you at all. Kanye, you have a bad woman with three kids. That is it. Hon, though, you're not 23 anymore. You're 33. I'm just I'm just guessing your age right now. You're not 23 anymore. Right? You're not in the Ray J stage anymore. You're a mother now. Right? You're a businesswoman. And you have you and your mother have built a empire. It a lot of people, maybe including myself, may not. I like the way it went about it, but you build an empire, and that's nothing but respect. But sis, hon, come on now. You can do better. You can do better. And Kanye, for real, your black card got revoked. Because you got to be pimping. Gots to be pimping. You gotta be. Because I would, I would, if you know me for real, I'll throw a fucking fit. We would have a problem. If I say, if somebody called me, and said, hey, bro, your girl wildin' out here. What you mean? And I go on the dam, and I see a titty. Uh, is this for a photo shoot? Did we approve this? If this was not approved by me and the photographer, we about to have a problem. Why are you naked? Well, I can't. No, you can't. You got me fucked up. No, 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 no. Because you wouldn't want my dick slanging all over the internet. Right? All right, then. So put your titties up. Put them up. 
All right. Like, and I'm serious. And, and I'm joking when it comes to that. But I'm joking, but I'm serious. No, seriously. Joking, but serious. Really, seriously, Kim, like, I've grown to respect the brand that you've created for yourself and your family. Like, and, hun, you don't need to be doing that no more. Sis, you can post, you can post your nails on Instagram. And, hun, you get... Three million likes in a day just by posting a nail, a fingernail. So posting a titty, oh hell yeah, we about to get a hundred million likes. You feel me? Like you don't have to do that. You know you have a, a great following. Your your family has a great following. You don't need that. You don't need that. And 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 you don't have to go down that route anymore. And like and like and like she said at the end, Beyonce wouldn't do that. She a mother of three. Did you see her at the Grammys? Did you see her at the Grammys? Looking like, you know what, you know what, you know what one of my friends said was, she looked like a, uh, a, uh, uh, <laughs> a slave, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the slave master's wives, she looked like that, but the black version, like, <laughs> like he, when you go to when you go to they, uh, they field, they don't pick cotton. They pick they pick silk. I died. I just I just threw. I was I was I was dead. I was like, not they pick silk. He she was like, yeah, they got a whole you know garden. Oh no, they get breaks. Oh no, we're sipping on champagne. They don't have water. <laughs> oh my god! But you know what? Speaking of the Grammys. Let's get into that. Um, so the Grammys were last week, and um, it was really good. Uh, well, no, um, uh, uh, let's go here because <coughs> I, I don't want to lie. Excuse me. But um, the Grammys were, in all in all, bet I would say I know ratings dropped to the lowest this year. I know they tweeted that out on the lowest in nine years, but um. I think the Grammys were better uh, maybe this year. Um, I think a lot of people got snubbed. Now, Best New Artist Award, because everybody's been talking about the Best New Artist Award and how SZA got snubbed a lot that night. And I think she did because her performance showed why she should have got at least all five of the Grammys. All five of the Grammys she, um, she were nominated for. Um, she did, I think she performed Broken Clocks, and she, Lord Jesus, she snatched my soul, and it was beautiful, it, it was amazing, and this, let me, let me say this right now, I, I don't want to make this sound like this is any shade to Alicia Cara, because I fuck with her, her music is amazing, her messages, her movement, however, I do believe that SZA should have won that Best New Artist Award, or 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 Little Uzi Bird. However, on the premise of that, his following just jumped. Right, his his following for his music really captivated America, the the um, the younger generation mainstream audience. And um, but I'm only saying that just because of his following. I'm I'm more so saying SZA. Because of not only her following, but her her way to captivate mainstream America in her own way. And she did it uh, unapologetically and gracefully. 
And um, Alicia Carr winning, I think was more so, it wasn't more so of her winning. I, I think that's what a lot of people are saying. I think it wasn't more so of her winning. It was more so that you've been out for about three years now, right? And you put out an album. You, I believe you put out maybe two albums, maybe an album, and a, um, maybe two. But you put out an album, and you were out since 2015, you know, and uh, I remember seeing you on the Ellen DeGeneres show, you know, going into, I think, yeah, going into 2016 or 2017. And um, I believe it was 2015, yeah. And it was just like, well, that's, well, um, she's been out for a minute. And why are we just nominating her now? So that's where the Grammys kind of fucked me up because why are you nominating Alicia Carr now? I would think she's more so not even a new artist anymore. She's not a new artist anymore. You know, she's been out for a minute. SZA more so is a best new artist, you know what I'm saying? Um, quote unquote. But I guess I, I guess in the general terms of the Grammys, I guess the way they how their principles and how their standards work, I guess she was a best new artist that night. And um she won. But like I said, I think I think SZA should have won that one. Um, I do believe Alicia should have went home with a Grammy, um, but I definitely think that SZA should have got uh, the, the 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 best new artist award. Definitely. Um, so Kendrick dominated the rap uh, category. Um, Jay Z came in there with eight nominations, the most of the night, and went home with zero. Um, I really didn't think that 444 was going to win. It was a great album. But um, I knew that uh, I just knew that um, it, it yeah it was it wasn't going to make it. Um, so so um, yeah, Kendrick won all the rap all the rap categories. I, I figured that I I, I figured he was going to do that. But um, what I didn't figure is that Bruno was going to win record, song, and album of the year. Now, don't get me wrong. When I put out my top five of 2017, I said that Damn and um, 24K Magic were probably my top two albums of the year. That was, that they were dope. However, I put Damn at one for a reason, right? Um, 24K Magic was a dope-ass album. It, it infused a lot of um, old-school 70s, synthesized beats and um, musical styles with a lot of the new age contemporary R&B pop, you know, sounds that we hear right now, you know, infusing all of those worlds together into a great album that got me jigging, you know, but um, he won, he won album of the year. And I was like, mm, I think he should have went to Kendrick. You know, um, song of the year, I, I would say definitely song, song or record of the year for sure. 24K Magic was that shit. Do you hear me? 24K Magic is still that shit. I still play it. But album of the year, I really think damn should have won. You know, I think he should have won. And um, this is not taken away from Bruno's talent at all. But I don't know. I, I really think I would. he should have won, man. 
That's just my opinion. The PNA brother. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and then everybody, as we get off the topic and go to our last topic, everybody was um getting mad at uh what offset um at Cardi and Migos because they didn't win shit at the Grammys. Listen, y'all, the day that Cardi B and the Migos win Grammys is the day that they have to give out damn near lo- uh uh Grammys to Love and Hip Hop uh Love and Hip Hop cast members. They don't want to do that, even though they know. They know, even though they know their records are selling, they popping, nah, they not going to do that. They not going to do that. They, might, they probably going to give it to Migos sooner than later, but they not going to give it to Cardi. They should give it to Cardi, but they not going to give it to Cardi. You know what I'm saying? It's just off the premise of, um, of the culture. That's just, that's just really it. So let's get into culture two while we talk about the culture. Um, Culture 2 review, man. I think Culture 2, um, I give it a, a 3.5 out of 5. Um, four stars, damn near. Um, I like it. It's a lot of people have been sleeping on Culture 2. I think Culture 2 is something that is different from Culture 1, but in a sense that these men have grown up. These men have shown you lyricism. These men have um, showed you that Ain't no play play. There's no play play in their game. And their producer list was amazing. If you go through all 24 tracks, and I've listened to the whole album like about, about five times, um, it's dope. You can't get enough for real. Like, you have to listen to it for a minute, right? But those beats start getting in your system. And even the ones like my personal favorites are Gang Gang, um, the two official songs of the Mamba Weekend, of course, are uh, Too Much Jewelry, White Sand. Um, I love Narcos, uh, BBO, Bad Bitch Only, Autopilot. Um, Emoji A Chain is a funny-ass song. That shit is hilarious. Um, CC, CC is my shit. Uh, Stir Fry, of course. Um, like I said, Too Much Jewelry. Take Off snapped on that. Um, y'all need to... Literally listen to that. Takeoff snapped on that. Um, my least favorite is Beast and Open It Up. Um, but it's, it's really like, you know, Flooded, Beast, Open It Up are like the typical Migos songs. Um, uh, moving Too Fast. I like Moving Too Fast. Um, work Hard, love that song. Uh, Notice Me, starting to love that song for real. Uh, two, play, uh, two Play With Two Chain, love. Uh, Mad Men, love. Hustle to that shit too. I'm sorry, made men love that shit. I can hustle to that. That's my shit. Um, top down on the north and culture, culture. Listen, I fuck about. I fuck with about 20, 20 songs out of twenty four songs on this album, right? And and that's wild. You feel me? And they got slow jams. They got heavy beats. Honcho on the beat, like he ain't perfect, but he good, right? He good. He good, dog. He he's a he's a good producer. He's not perfect, and he tried it, and it was it was dope for his first time. You know what I'm saying? He gonna get better. Trust me. He go what when they all come out with solo projects, man. He gonna be the producer. He gonna be the executive producer for all of those. So shout out to Culture Two. Um, Culture Two is that shit. I suggest y'all go listen to it. It is on Apple Music. I don't know if it's on physical copy yet, but I think it is in stores. But it is on Apple Music, Spotify, all of the streaming services worldwide. Okay, so let's get into our MVP of the week. 
um, Miss T Asia Martin. Um, Miss T Asia Martin is the CEO and founder of I Am Complete Ministry. I am Complete. I uh, Complete George Ministries. Lord. <sighs> Jesus. You gotta just. Cause you just. Lord. Okay. Complete George Ministries, Lord. Um, yeah, she's a she's the CEO of Complete George Ministries and I just had to give her the MVP this week because I remember us just talking this past week um, and we had such a deep talk and she was on my mind and I saw her and she was like, I was on, you was on my mind and we were just talking, just catching up and I just love seeing black, you know, maybe this is just a month of black women, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's start off Black History Month really, really good and next next episode, I'm going to piss up some people off because I got some, got some topics to talk about, but um. No, I just love seeing um, my black people, my beautiful black people, just going in their 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 journeys. Like you know, you God puts you around people who are um, familiar with your journey as well. It may not be the same steps and and, and uh, the same path that you walk, but he he puts you around people that knows the journey, right? Who knows what they're what you're going through. And I think that's what I'm going through right now. And Tiaja is definitely one of those people. Um, she's she's been a silent mentor for a minute. I've been reading her blogs. Her blogs is, uh, are amazing. She she talks about purpose and walking in your path and being so transparent and um, just just in everything that she does. And I'm sorry about the ding, y'all. And. Uh, just being in, um, just being, tr- just true to her character and her path and her purpose. And um, sorry about the ding in, y'all. <laughs> and um, I love it. I love it, and I love her for it. And I thank you so much for just being there and just being a, uh, just being a great friend, a great mentor, um, just a great overall person. Um, and I hope that I am Complete Ministries and THC can collab one time. Um, I don't know on what, but I definitely know we, we're going to collab on something. Um, and if you would like to follow our player information at um, below at the bottom, when I get done with the podcast and everything, I'll put our information at the bottom below and everything. But um, love you. You are my MVP of the week. And yes, so we are going to take a quick break and then we are going to come back and we are going to get into the second half of the show this is the opinionated brother podcast it's your boy birthday weekend turn up god damn it we'll be back in a second what's going on everybody welcome back to the opinionated brother podcast this is your boy Devontae, and we are back for the second half of the show (sighs) y'all lord jesus this is the effects of um, Hangover Part Two. Lord Jesus, my God! But listen, I'm 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 excited. I told people I was like, listen, I'm popping out this weekend, you know, and I'm going back into hibernation on Monday. I got presentations and shit that I need to finish, and uh, yeah, this was the perfect weekend to do what I wanted to do. So I'm doing what I wanted to do, and now I'm about to go back into hibernation on Monday, especially after the Patriots win. You know, oh. That's right. Check your Super Bowl picks, man. Because I think the Patriots... I don't... I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, TB12, so sorry. I know that TB12 and the Patriots are going to win. So, I know me and Patrick, for show, are Patriots down, but I want to know your um, your picks. You So, you let me know your picks at the bottom um, after you, you know, uh, listen to the episode and everything. But let's get into the second half. So, I hope everybody pondered the question that I asked. That was going to be for the um, for the segment. Uh, for the, the opinionated topic of the week. Can X-Bay be that friend or associate? Or can they be in your life? Um, after everything is all said and done. Um, can they... Can it just be, can you retract um, back to a friendship um, or to that line of friendship after you already crossed it? Um, Because can I, can I, can I say that maybe going back to the line of friendship kind of complicates things a little bit more? If you think about it, let's, let's, let's break it down for a minute. Um, A lot of us, I, I know for me myself uh, personally, um, I try. I, I'm not going to say that I'm friends with all my exes, but I would say that I'm fairly cordial. Um, I have no bad blood. There's no bad animosity um, with anything. I just know on my part. I don't. I don't know on anybody else's part, but I just know on my part. I have no bad blood. You know, I tell them um, if it's their birthday, you know, happy birthday. You know, it's 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 none of no animosity towards them, you know, um, but to actually maybe be friends, um, you're telling me in a way that, okay, I don't mind being friends, but is this friendship about to go to a place of rekindleization? And what I mean by that is, are we crossing back into the line of relationship? And, um, some of us don't know what the line of friendship and relationship actually looks like. Um, Because, see, crossing into that, going backwards, kind of, it's okay to go backwards, right? In certain situations, it's okay to go backwards. But sometimes, breaking up and going backwards is not always a good thing, right? And um, I think for some relationships, when it comes to this, or when it comes to this uh, this point, I think uh, being friends, uh, when we say we're just going to be friends, um, friends now is very loosely used, um, if, if I could put it to you like that. It's very loosely used. So <coughs> I would say, like, when you think about let's be friends, the thing that I think about off bands is friends with benefits, right? Let's be friends, but kind of not let's stop what we had going on, right? We, we, we had something good. We probably need to backtrack a little bit, but I don't want to kind of let you go on, on, on some tip like that. Right. And you think about it like that and you're like, ah, no, you know, because I, I need freedom. And, what, and and let's get into this word freedom, right? Because when you think about the word freedom, when you hear, when I think when people hear the word freedom, or let's just go into that that, that spectrum of freedom, 
when you hear a guy say, I need freedom, ladies, what does that come to you to your mind? I think when I hear when I see it and when I hear um some dudes say, you know, I need freedom to, you know, his ex or whoever. Um, I think in their initial mindset, you want to go and go out and, you know, uh, go get your dick wet, period. You know, I think that would come. I think in most women's mind, that's the that's the immediate um, immediate thought process that comes in their mind. Um, and that's probably... 65, 75% of the time, 80, even 80% of the time, that's probably true. You know, like, that's probably true. Like, most of the time, like, and, and, and that goes back into the cuffing season um, uh, kind of theory. Um, like, if, if you didn't do it right, if you didn't, you know, if you didn't go into this season uh, with your significant other, if you didn't do it right, if it was just rushed, um, it's going to fall. It's going to fall to your kingdom. It's going to fall really fast. And, um, when you think about if you break up, then if you think about when you guys break up, you know, there's a lot of things to that. You know, you say, can we be friends? And if you're on a level of, uh, I think you're, if you're on a level where you're doing your own thing and your ex is doing their own thing and you know where you guys are right now and I'm not saying the line of communication needs to be broken. Um, I think you got if you, if 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 listen to me now, listen because I think a lot of you don't listen, but I want y'all to listen to me. If that line of communication is open, make sure that everything, especially after the breakup, everything's very transparent, and honest, and open. You know what I'm saying? Um, me being single, you know, I have to basically you you basically have to let. Your ex is no, you know, he, he, basically like, yes, I, I still have these feelings, but I'm not ready yet. You know, I'm not ready right now and I'm not about to rush into anything right now. You know, you have to, you have to self care yourself. You know what I'm saying? Being alone is not, it, it, it's okay. You know, I was, I was about to say it's not okay, but it's really okay. It's self care. You know, when you, when you go into just being by yourself, it's self care. It's being, um, you're getting yourself together, and that's fine. When you find that, listen, I have a lot. It's a lot of people that I care about who have gotten married. Shout out to Care. Shout out to Paris. Okay? Like, it's a lot of people that I know who have gotten married that are happy as hell because they have literally found that person who was their other half. You feel me? It ain't perfect, but it's perfect for them, and that is why I love it. Right. Because that's true love. They they literally show that you have to understand. So. um, In the sense of you're 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 about to, you know, in in, in the sense of the ex, um, that line of communication has to be open. You know what I'm saying? It, it has to be has to be if you're going to even try and maybe even backtrack to try and be in friends again, that line of communication has to stay open and transparent and honest. Um, there cannot be any filters, um, that go into this communication tube. Um, there cannot be any like mold. Um, there cannot be any, and, and, and I'm, and I'm using these analogies and I hope people are getting it. And what I mean is there cannot be any like, uh, static 
in that in in that communication there can't be any lost static like you're not telling people what what it is you know what i'm saying if you really are not going to pursue them again let them know because what I, and this goes back to using the friends uh term very loosely when we use that loosely um we can well we can just be friends you know and then well we can go out uh on you know we can still go out and still hang out that yeah okay no <laughs> no seriously um when you say when y'all break up there's a lot of things that break up with you right there's a lot of things that you lose you lose a lot of privileges on both sides the man loses their privileges the woman loses their privileges you lose privileges when you break up with somebody that's it you you lose those those special privileges no we we can't go out like we used to no we can't hang out like we used to no we can't talk on the phone like we used to no we no 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 because i did this for a reason there's a reason behind this. And even though you don't understand the reason, I do. Right? And even if y'all both do understand the reason, sometimes the other person even still don't understand it. So when you go into that, you have to leave that communication line very open and very transparent. Now, if you're at a point to where, you know, you and your ex are mature enough to sit there and hang out and, you know, kick it once in a blue moon, then that's fine. Go ahead. Like, be associates, be friends. That's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not in that space, if you're not in that headspace or that place to even try, um, but you just trying it just to see what happens. And most of the time when we say let's just be friends, it goes into like... Um, more so, we're about to have sex. More so, and I'm going to break this down real quick. More so in the, I'm, I'm going to say more so in the female's mind. When it's being said that we're about to be friends. It's more so, okay, let's be friends. And maybe we can go out sometime. And the dude's mind is like, okay, we're friends. Period. Right. We're friends. You know, that's period. But I also know that I can get it when I want it because we're just, quote unquote, friends. And that is where both the um, both the man and the woman mess up, because as for the as for the man, you're not respecting yourself nor her. And then for the one, it, it, it's both it, and it's vice versa. It's really vice versa, really. The man and the woman are not respecting each other, right? You're not expecting respecting each other's boundaries. You're not respecting each other's space. You're not respecting the fact that you took that oath to break up. And when you go down that path of sitting there and saying, "Okay, well, this is kind of over," you know, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Um, you you have to respect those wishes, so and those boundary levels. What we fail to realize is we don't respect those boundary levels on both sides, right? We accept it for what it is. And we're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm comfortable with him. I know him or I'm comfortable with her. I know her. I've had her before or I've had him before. You know, it's it's, it's a comfortable thing. See, what, what friends, what, what, what let's just be friends or let's or with the friends with the friends term you being used so loosely what it really means is that 
I can be, I can still be comfortable with you because I'm scared to be comfortable with anybody else. Really, that that that's really what that means. That's what really friends and friends with benefits really mean is that I'm scared to be comfortable with somebody else because you're the only one. You or you've been the only one, and maybe, maybe you know you don't want to go to nobody else. But that's the thing of life. There's so much out there that we have not experienced. I know I haven't. I'm only like I said. I've just turned 24. I'm excited to see what 24 is about to bring me. I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I told my friend I'm excited to see what 40 is about to bring me. You feel me? Because in 15 years I'm gonna be listen <coughs> balling and not on a budget. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That is the plan. So it's like when you. When you see when when we go through this 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 transition of we go into a relationship, um, we're breaking up, um, and then let's just be friends. Well, sometimes going like I said earlier, sometimes going back to that line of friendship is not really a good thing. And I was like I said, I was talking to one of my talking to my AK side brother yesterday. Went to um went to breakfast that morning. He basically you know basically broke it down. When when going back to the line of friendship after crossing the line of relationship really can put a damper and complicate a lot of things. It's not it's not it's really not that it's it's really not that the relationship is over, but you kind of realize that something is not right. And when in your heart of hearts, when you know that it's over, you know that it's over, right? And that there's no coming back from that, right? You know, you know in your heart of hearts, whether it's a, whether man or woman, you know that it's over. You know that it's okay. You know what? I can't. I can't continuously keep doing this. I have to leave you for the sake of myself, right? I have to go get myself together. And if we meet again, if I'm not even about to put it in your head that we about to get back together in a year, two, three, four, if we meet back again, then that's great. If not, that's fine too. I'm not about to sit here and, you know, kill myself to try and please anybody, to try to change for anybody. And that's what one thing that we need to stop trying to do is trying to change for people, trying to, um, uh, change how we how we are perceived how how we act and how we know I am me if you cannot accept every fiber of my being from the top of my head to the bottom of my motherfucking feet to my big ass toe at the bottom okay to the end of that bit if you can <laughs> if you cannot accept me for that then it's flat out no right so when we I I, I think we cannot retract back to that line of friendship if we're not in a headspace to do so. Um, so I'm going to end it with this. Basically, um, <laughs> being an ex is, is, is for a reason. I'm I, never saying that exes cannot get back together and be happy. There's, come on now, we, we've seen it, right? But understand what that time is for, right? We need to understand what that time is for. Recently. And, I, and I'm not saying that you're not going to slip up and make mistakes. Like, it happens, right? But really understand what that time is for. When you break up with somebody that you really care about or that you really love, or even break up, period. That time is for you to get yourself together. That time is for you to honestly 
be humble and sit down. I'm sorry for using that pun, but literally God is telling you to sit your ass down and literally get your head space together. He, sh- he, p- he puts people in our lives in those situations to literally sit there and be like, okay, you've never seen what love is. This is what it is, but this is not your only one. You can love others. It may hurt in the long run, but you can love others. And that's what you have to learn. We can love others. A lot of us get our heart broken and then just stop. And we and we want to go back to the to what we feel comfortable. No, we have to step out of, out of our comfort zone with everything, right? I know that um, love is just more than what I've seen so far, and I'm. I'm not going to say that I'm ready to experience it, but when I get to that point, I'll be ready to experience that type of love because I'm getting my self-care together right now. I'm still loving on myself. I'm still loving on me. I'm still getting me together. So self-love and self-care is the foundational piece first, first people, before we can even be whole with someone else. And I think, and like I said, and like I shouted out to Paris and, um, care um they are two individuals who embody that you know what i'm saying like they show that being individual is being okay right being independent is being okay and their men love it that's the thing that's the thing you can be independent and love it but just going back into the x you know just going back into the topic at hand i'm sorry um because i just had to tie that in there you know i just had to tie that in because it's a beautiful thing when you know that you have a hole. Um, but know that what that time is for. Because I, I feel like they knew what that time was for when they when they had their first breakup, whatever. But know that that time when you are alone, it's self-care time. It's self-evaluation time. It's self-get-yourself-to-damn-gather time. It is literally sit your happy ass down and literally breathe. Get you together. Get your body right. Take yourself out to dinner. Take yourself out to a movie. Take it. Do things for you. Love you because we try to put so much love in other people and in these relationships, whether exes or friendships or whatever. But we forget to love ourselves and we have to stop and literally take the time and the due diligence. To love ourselves, to appreciate ourselves, hell, to shout ourselves out like LeBron did on fucking Instagram. Give yourself love. Give yourself self love, right? And um, and and that's that's all the opinionated brother wants for you to do. Just give yourself some good old self care and self love. All right. So I appreciate y'all for kicking it with me on my birthday weekend, man. Listen, it's about to get litty one more night. Um, we gotta, we're gonna have a great show next week. Um, I've already got the title for the show. Um, it's, it's, it's really exciting. I, I haven't, if, if you knew the event that I did last year with, um, with I Promise, uh, with Grand Valley, uh, the I don't like black, I, I, I hate black history month. We're going to talk about that again next week. So. Get ready for that. Um, if you don't follow me on my business page, follow us, um, Tyronza Hicks uh, and Co. on uh, Facebook. I'll have I have all the information down below. I'll make sure I got everything. So, guys, thank you guys for watching or for watching, <laughs> for listening. 
and uh, for listening in. We'll be back next week. I love you guys. Thank you guys. And uh, you know I gotta play my happy birthday song. Hold on, wait a minute. Where is it? Let's play it out. Let's let's play it out. Let's get it.